I also want to ask you about this, the South. I mean, in 2016, you ran basically equal with Hillary Clinton everywhere in the country except the South, yeah. where she really ran the table against you. Um, it, that seems to be happening again. You didn't reach even 20 percent of the African-American vote anywhere in the South. In North Carolina, you actually did worse. You did 19 percent with African-American voters in 2016. That dropped two points last night. What What is going wrong with your campaign when it comes to competing in the South and competing specifically for black voters? Well, let me just give you the other side of the story, is that in California, if my memory is correct, we received 39 percent of the votes of people of color, which were Latinos, Asian Americans, and African Americans. If I am not mistaken, I haven't studied these results, we probably won the young people, uh, young people African American vote probably in all of those states. But in California, you're being well outpaced by Joe Biden among black voters. Well, we are winning among people of color in a very significant degree. We're Let's winning talk about black voters, though, specifically, because it has been a persistent problem. You knew it was a problem in 2016. It might have cost you the well, nomination then. I, but it I, hasn't gotten better. Yeah, well, I am not unpopular in the African-American community. Are you satisfied with your numbers well, among African-American voters? Not. We want to do better. We're doing very, very well with the Latino community. We're doing very well with the Asian-American community. <laughs> So the question specifically, my black son, okay, I know you're scared to say black, I know you're scared to say reparations, because it seems like every time, I'll let you finish as well, but it seems like every time we talk about black people and us getting something um, for the systematic oppression and exploitation of our people, we have to include every other person of color. So today, can we please talk about specifically black people and reparations. We can talk about what I just indicated in my view, is that when you have, and you and I may have a disagreement on this, because it's not just black, it is Latino. There are areas in America, in poor rural areas, where it's white, okay? So I believe that in a country which has more income and wealth inequality than any other country, that yeah, the time is long overdue to start investing in poor countries. We have the highest rate of childhood poverty of any major country on earth, especially within the African-American community. So what I, I've said black 50 times, all right? That's the 51st time. If you got them bad news blues, I got news, boo. Niggas out here feeling boo boo. We got bamboozled. 40 acres and a mule new. You ain't getting that. Meantime, get on food stamps just to get them back. Everybody like he pro black. He anti white. Nah, bitch. I'm an antibody on a lunch break. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, everybody. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of. Hood rat, rat to head rap. rap. Hood rat to head rap 2020. It's our first episode of 2020. Thank you so it. much Final. for we made it. We made it. You know. Thank y'all for your patience. More ways than one. I, patient or not, you know, niggas got lives <laughs> and shit. Yeah, I mean, you know, life happens to everybody, and I'm not a computerized sheep subject. In a democratic fascist oh, regime, but I'm not gonna jump ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna jump ahead. 
Uh, Who are you? My name is, for those of you just joining us, my name is Ebony. I'm experiment with last names. You know, I watched the Malcolm X documentary on Netflix, so my last name is in flux. Could be X, could be something else. I'm thinking about it. Pronouns he, him. I'm from DP Oakland. You already know the situation. Those who know, know. Those who don't, well, don't. <laughs> One thing that's important to know about me is uh, personally, I don't give a fuck. Who are you, babe? Wow. So hard to follow up your introductions. Um, I am Erica. I'm also experimenting with last names. And are you, you are babe? that I am. Yeah, I'm taking whatever you're taking. Stop taking my stuff every yes. intro. We do. I like it. I'm from that East Oakland. No, you're if, not. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm not from East Oakland. I'm from Severin, Maryland. And Ebony told me the other day that he really liked that I didn't claim that I was from Brooklyn. I would never claim that I'm from Brooklyn. Some people do. I'm Some from people fake the, the suburbs. Phone. Even people from um, who are from PG County um, or even the suburbs of Maryland will claim DC. Stop doing that. Just stop. Anyway, I'm Ain't from no Severn, Maryland, also Puerto Rico. My pronouns are she and they. And you know, I'm just here. I'm here. I guess one thing you should know about me is that I love plants, she and does. now that it's spring, I could not it's be happier. It's spring, it is. It's spring in my head. Okay. It's warm in enough, your house too. and I'm so happy. That yeah. I feel like the winter is such a drag, and my plants just suffer. The polar ice caps feel that way as well. Yeah, polar ice caps too. I would take mm-hmm. care of them too. Yeah. So I'm just happy <laughs> to get back to taking care of my, you know, family, my plant family. Yes. Yeah, so this is Head Rat to Head Rat. We are sponsored by you. This is a people-sponsored podcast. And so we just want to thank everybody for their continued support. Whether you donate, whether you like, whether you share or subscribe, podcasts cannot subsist on beneficence alone. So, you know, niggas got to be out there on our grind doing what we got to do, you know, to keep this G thing going. But we really appreciate anybody who is listening now, um, who shares this and who, you know, is, is sticking around um, and, and who keeps this bad boy going and ad free. And for the free free. So we really deeply, deeply appreciate all the support. No, we not doing no TikTok I'm videos. I'm begging him to do the flip switch. I'm not doing none of that. You know, you can find you a white person. Uh, and they'll Black do people any, are doing it. Black Joy TikTok. I know, but a lot of white people are on TikTok, you know, and they're using blind people's faces and dances. It's and, true. And music true. in order to you know, superimpose over they. You know, political beliefs and shit like that. So you go have have one of them do the flip switch. No, do it with me, babe. No, no, because I don't support Drake. I don't support Drake. I'm just, I hate everything. And I hate everyone. He's in an upset mood. It's not that I'm in an upset mood. Well, you know, this episode is called Hell and Handbasket. You know, because she has a funny backstory. Can I tell you? <laughs> yes, she can. So when I first moved to New York, I for most of my life I wanted to be an actress. And when I moved to New York, it did not change. That was like almost eleven years ago. Mm-hmm. And I actually auditioned for a show off, 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 at a off Broadway. And I got it. And it's called it was I was gonna say it's called Who Rat to Hell. I was gonna say Holiday Lord Heart. Jesus. <laughs> what is it called? Um heart. Home in Her Heart is what it was oh, called. And it ran God. for two and a half years. And I had to kiss a old white lesbian every single night. And at the end of the show, I had to say, 
we're going to hell in a handbasket. Hand so if you're really curious, if you Google me and then home in our heart, then you can see. I think you can see stills <laughs> from it. I'm not even going to tell you what it was about. I just You just go find it yourself. But just get that, you know, I was just really out here doing my acting thing. Every show I got like you're going to probably pull your hair out, but every show I got like $50 and I really thought, (laughs) (laughs) I really thought that I was really rolling in it. Every show I look forward to that $50 too. Ain't nothing wrong. I don't turn my nose up at fifty dollars, <laughs> but to endure that kiss, that at least it should have old white lady. It should at least got a metro card. That was my debut. In addition, <laughs> but no, what was I saying? I didn't fuck it up. Home but, in a handbasket. But the episode's called Hell, Hell in, in a Handbasket. But I'm not doing that challenge because I don't support Drake. And the reason why I don't support Drake is because I'm. I think. What what's happening in the world today? I sound like an old person. What's happening in the world? Which I am, but what's happening in the world today, babe? Ain't nobody in here. You don't have to fix my collar. I just feel like everything up is down, right is wrong. Everything is so topsy turvy. Mm -hmm. Again, like I'm thinking about the death of a of a pop smoke. If you don't know who pop smoke is. Pop Smoke was a well-known uh, rapper out of Brooklyn, actually. A very young person, probably below, like maybe 23 years old. And I just think about TikTok, and I think about Black Death, and I think about rap, and they all have connections. They all sort of, it's all sort of feeds into one another. And what I mean by that is like, you know, we The weekend and Drake, these people from Canada, no shade to Canada, but you know, they can talk about they did it. You saw them last week, but did it broad day or saw them last night, did it broad day or that they got mob ties and that they thugs and that they gangsters. But then when the weekend is like on Saturday Night Live doing like electro pop, like it's just, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just, you, you could become white one minute, you can appeal to white people one minute and then you can appeal to your fictive version of what you think black people want to hear. Yep. The next, you know what I mean? And the, the people who die or who suffer are the people who are actually really in the shits. Yep. Not the people who pretend to be in the shits or, or whose listenership or people who buy their concert tickets is mostly white. So yep. it's just a lot of little shit like that going on. That's frustrating. And it's very frustrating because it doesn't, it increases the death tolls of black people. Um so that that was my whole thing. How does Just it increase of, the death toll? Because you, th- there's a desire from predominantly white audiences to listen to music from black people, black rap that that is a rap period that is violent. That is the sell. That's who the music is sold to. Okay. And oh, I the, see. The, the, I see. That, but the people who live, in I the see. Hood so then actually, it's still a demand for it. It's a demand for okay. it, but the so it's never the, the smoke is never in short supply yeah. when you are actually from the hood, when you are actually from the communities where you are at risk of violence, and where it's not some type of pornographic fantasy that you get to play out on a TikTok. Video. Yeah, you're right. You know, it's just hella sad. Like, and I don't really be commenting on the shit with. When people die, but you know, Jada Kiss said a long time ago, but dead rappers get better promotion. You know, the the it's just the truth. Like Mm -hmm. record labels, record companies, predominantly white owned entities and institutions, they do benefit from when rappers die. 
from when the fantasy plays out, the fantasy of trap and drill music comes to life in real form. Yeah. You know, that, that is a part of a market. So instead of this person's life being valued, instead of us hearing about any investigation into his murder, it's almost just forgotten. Yeah. You know what I mean? But The Weeknd and Drake are gangsters out of out of Toronto. I don't get it. You know, so I look at little shit like that. That's why I have to, you know, lay low, you know, and stay off the Internet because I just I get frustrated. I'm like I'm like in Holiday Harder. Home is where the heart is. Home in her heart. And I still and think the world is going to hell in a handbag. I hear what you're saying. I sound like a Bernie sport. <laughs> I hear what you're saying, <laughs> but I hear what you're saying. And <laughs> it is literally TikTok things are like 30 seconds of a song. A like formality. that flip switch, blah, blah, blah. It is a, I just took a tip. I was tough. Flip, flip. That's all it is. That's the only part of the song. So if there's any violence. It ain't about it being violent. It's about Drake. It's about the, the people who, per, who, who fake the phone, who want to be thugs and who want to be gangsters and want to be hustlers and all that shit. But then want to be up, but, but was on, they want, they pass. They like Bernie supporters almost. Mm-hmm. Whereas like everybody else's reputation and past are up to scrutiny. You know what I mean? Everybody else gets to get vetted, but we all supposed to forget that Drake was on Disney Channel. And now he became a thug <laughs> overnight. Where you can sell a lifestyle that costs lives. Yeah. This hood shit costs. Yeah. And I don't think because people are just not connected to it or they're not really from that shit, they don't understand it. I know that. And I don't want to ever sound like I don't, you know, listen to rap music and that my toxic masculinity doesn't have me perpetuate and support that but again like just in brooklyn not too long ago a a young i believe i don't know the person's gender but i believe presumably a cis girl was like jumped by like 15 like cis boys yeah you know what i mean like not to say that the the machine driving the music that they likely listen to doesn't have a connection to that. I think it's just preposterous. No, it does. To think that it doesn't. Now, is it the only thing? No. no. It's white like supremacy. A, it's a small amount. Trust it me. is a small trust amount, compa- but it is a white. Don't go down that rabbit hole. Cause what rabbit hole? Don't don't go down that route of music had them do that. No, it's not, not that music had them do it, Erica. It just doesn't. But we have a culture where. Yeah, you music is a part of the, the of the permission to do it. Not even the music, the pe- the the what that what being the prosperity. You know when you listen to this music, the prosperity gospel of rap is all you hear these days talking about. I'm balling, I'm rich, I was the shit, I'm the shit now. I was down, now I'm up, I'm out the mud. That's all you hear on replay over and over and over yes, again. Yes, that is the prom. That that is what we look forward to as the promise. You know, especially for ma- black masculine people. That is the promise of uh, having okay. hoes and having things. All of that is is something that you're inundated with. You want to get away from the hood is seen as a place where you don't want to be. You want to get out of that. What's jumping and music? What do you mean? What, it, what do you, it, it has everything to do with it. It's the conditions under which people have to live where this where that permission it's not that it's just casually the music gives a permission it's not that the music is given permission but it's just people who are not connected to the to the places that they're describing and the conditions that they're describing they don't have to deal with it but the people here do so when they hear i could be on i could be in the shits they're gonna want that it, 
I know what I'm talking about. I know I'm what I'm saying. Dis- I don't think about, I don't know why you disagree with me. I'm, I'm not disagreeing with you. You did because I said I don't want to go down that rabbit hole of that. It's not the it's music is a part of the permission. I feel like we're saying the same thing. We are saying the same thing, but I don't think it's a rabbit hole. No, no, no. I just don't like when people blame people's actions on media, on video games, on the news, I on agree. music. It's just, a, it, like you said, it's a bigger issue than that. There is white supremacy. It's poverty. It's, you know, uh, the school to prison pipeline. It's the prison industrial complex. It has a lot of other factors that have young people be violent. It's toxic masculinity. Like, all of those things sure it, you can see it played out in music but you don't have to ever hear a rap song to be violent if it's, you yes. right, if you witnessed if you witnessed you know another figure who another gendered figure who looked like you who said you know you need to be this way in order to be a man or in order to be yes a, i like, agree with that so i agree I just with that i'm not blaming the music i'm more so talking about prominent music artists who have large proximities to whiteness who uh-huh. could appeal to largely white audiences. Okay. Talking about and using the language of and co-opting hood culture for their benefit when the hood culture looks like what happened to that young person in Brooklyn. Clear. Okay. Very clear. Okay. So this, but but my whole thing, of that's that's why I said I didn't want to do alive. TikTok. And I, they're alive. But that's why I, I said I didn't want to do, wanna I don't do fuck with drag. I don't like that nigga music. <laughs> I listen to it in a club area now and again, but it's just even a culture of TikTok with that little girl music being stolen. Um, yeah. I believe her That's name right. was Jaliah Harmon, the renegade. Harman, yes. the renegade thing. Yeah. But it's, uh, but then the NBA, then the NBA inviting the white girl who stole the dance to okay. the all-star yeah, game. We don't have to do the TikTok, we, babe. I'm just giving you why I don't like it, but I, or why I didn't want to do it. Uh, I, I'm you see how I got a whole PowerPoint presentation about TikTok? It's not a PowerPoint pre- I'm just keeping it 100 the way I feel. You keep it at 100. Let's do this game. Let's do this game. We didn't jump all the way ahead. You ready? Yes, I'm ready. Okay. Y'all know the game? So if you don't know, if you're new, we do a lyrics challenge where we read lyrics to each other um, and then the other person has to guess. We invite you to also play along. See if you know it before we tell you to answer. Wanna go first? Suppose I never met you. Suppose we never fell in love. Suppose I never ever let you kiss me so sweet and so soft. Suppose I never ever saw you. Suppose you never ever called. Suppose I kept on singing love songs just to break my own fall. Just to break my own fall. Just to break my own fall. I don't know what this is. Just to break my own fall. All my friends say that of course it's gonna get better. Gonna get better. All my friends say it's gonna get better. Alicia Keys? No. Regina Spector, Fidelity. Oh! <laughs> he literally did not know what that song was yesterday. I didn't even know who she was. I was in a record store and I, I saw the record. Alright. Si quieres llegar derecho, mejor camina de frente. Para que no hayan trapiosos y venga aquí todo veces. Si quieres llegar primero, mejor se corre despacio. Disfruta bien de la vida. Cariño, arunque, tomando medidas, mm. azúcar. Mm. Say that last I one. I can't read the... 
I can't read the chorus, so I go get it. Is it old or no? Give me it's a hint. old. Selena? No. Celia Cruz? Yes, what song? Um La Negra tiene tumbao. Ay, tumbao. I don't know that song, yeah, but that's what I do. Ma camina no camina no camina oh yeah, no, La I don't negra know. tiene tumbao. I'm gonna show you the video. Oh yeah, I've, I've seen, okay, seen I've it. Okay, I've heard it. I've heard yes. it. I've heard <laughs> it. Now, if y'all playing along at home, I hope you these got... were kind of more difficult than what we normally yeah, this been was doing. Hard. This was a little bit different. If you didn't notice a trend, it was femmes or people who are identified as women. Um, gendered as women. Celia, gendered as women, yes. yes. Um, Celia Cruz and Regina Spector. I have no idea who Regina Spector is. I literally <laughs> saw the album in a record store the other day. I said, this seems like a nice name. That might be my new last name, Spector. <laughs> Ebony Spector. <laughs> But yeah, we gonna get right into it. As y'all can see, I'm a little amped up. I'm a little yes, sensitive he's because of the up. full moon. Yeah, the full moon. It's a full, what is it? Worm moon? March 9th? What's Whatever today? the case. Today March 9th? Mm, it's the worm moon. Today is March 9th. Yep. As we recording it, but y'all will be listening to this on March 10th. But yeah. That's I'm, how I feel. I feel like a, how do you feel? Tap in. Tap we're in. gonna do a tap in. Y'all can tap in with us or, you know, in, in, while y'all at home, whatever y'all doing. Um, I feel fine. I think this episode is, is in a way, the meat and potatoes of it is a kind of like the zeitgeist of the time. The, 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 the sign of the times. I'm doing all this prints and all the shit, but <laughs> you know that movie, Prince Sign of the, uh, Prince sign of the Times, yes. but I don't know. I just feel very off kilter. I feel like I'm I'm supposed to feel how everybody else feels and think how everybody else feels. And I feel mm-hmm. like anytime election season comes up, people forget the actual people who elections are supposed to benefit. Yeah. I think people forget that if we live in a supposedly fake ass democratic state, then people's that is supposed to be for the people or by the people in some roundabout way, then that means that people are supposed to matter. Um, and people's political decisions or political re- or, or reluctancies or concerns are supposed to be at the forefront of the any election cycle. But what's at the forefront of election cycle are people are wisest men are figurehead right so how are you feeling babe before you i feel like i feel the- <laughs> like i'm supposed to be like everybody else like i'm supposed to be thinking what everybody else think i'm not supposed to connect pop smoke and drink i'm supposed to do the tiktok video and shut the hell up <laughs> i'm supposed to just indulge and in the indulgence i'm supposed to be okay that's how i feel like what you know should i be just ignoring everything that's going on or how i feel or how i'm being impacted in the world as a black person or you know should i rock should i you know engage in all the different things that might help me it might help distract me which i i think i should you know in some ways I think you're allowed to indulge in silly shit. Yeah. You know, like if TikTok is the way that you indulge in an escape, the same way that Facebook, Instagram, all that nonsense is, mm-hmm. then indulge. I don't think everything has to be, you know, on a hundred. Yeah. You know, like as it always is, you get to have a moment of nonsense or several vulnerable. moments of non. You feel vulnerable. I feel vulnerable. Yes. That's well, my one word response at the Okay. Panel. Okay. Vulner at the panel. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> the panel ice. Vulnerable. Breaking. I feel 
um, how do I feel? I feel lethargic. Lethargic. Yeah, I feel like tired. It's true. Um, can I say your cycle? Your moon? Your lunar moon? My lo- Is it? Your period? My period is over. Oh. <laughs> Girl, if it's alright. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> My period is over. Yeah, I just feel tired. We, yeah. did a, we did a lot today. People don't understand. Like you say all the time, people do not understand how much we do. This is not to gloat inside of capitalism. Mm-hmm. This is just to share that we like to do a lot of creative projects and sometimes we wait until the very last minute to get the idea about it. Then we want to do it all day long so we're just tired on top of managing the business that we have yeah and the travel that we have coming up which has been impacted because of coronavirus yeah um and we just want to you know i know there's lots of jokes on the internet about coronavirus and a lot of comparisons about the virus and we don't really have answers because of our fucked up you know country um and i just want to say to the people's families and friends um, and loved ones who have lost someone to coronavirus, we just send our condolences um, and our support, hoping that there'll be some sort of support, you know, structures that we can, you know, tap into. If you're familiar with any, you can um, DM me on Instagram and let us know or email us, whatever you want to do. But I would love to support, you know, folks experiencing this and also, you know, obviously continue to protect my family and, you know, everybody, my friends and everybody that's in my, you know, community. Because uh, yeah. this shit is scary. I this agree with scary. you on that. I feel like everybody's been having a key and a half about the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. And it's a privileged conversation. Like, if you are somebody who doesn't work at a nine to five job or you're not or you you don't have housing insecurity, like people are not considering the risk to people who have housing insecurity or people who just work nine to five jobs Yeah, on the coronavirus's impact on that business closures impact on that so yeah. much so that I think it was in San Francisco that, um, some people have been calling for a moratorium on eviction. So staying evictions mm-hmm. until people are able to go back to work. Yeah. You know, so the, the coronavirus is a key and a half to people who don't, uh, the to, who don't have those corporeal material concerns yeah. on a regular basis without a pandemic. Yeah, I mean, yes. yeah, the prisons are like Rikers Island is saying that they're going to start having um, uh, inmates create or, yeah, not create, but actually contribute to more hand sanitizers being brought yeah. to the city mm-hmm. on 65 cents an hour. It's like ridiculous. Like this is... This is this doesn't work, you know, at all. Right. But when we vote for Bernie, he got the antidote and it's gonna be all that's over. it. Vote for that's all that's, that's all. It. Just vote for Bernie and we will be free. Yes. And the corporal system will end. Yes. Like that won't And the corporal re- system is not perfect. Yeah, it's not perfect. But they're trying. But it's but who's gonna end it anyway? Right. Like why you keep suggesting we need not like, me us. That's right. Not me. You uh, keep jumping ahead. I'm not gonna jump ahead no more. This but no, this is our first episode of 2020, so we did want to talk about something that we saw. Well, no, well, I am jumping ahead a little bit, oh, but I did want to talk to y'all about. You mentioned that you know, you know, niggas been hella busy doing hella shit. We yeah, had a Black big, History Month, which did. Erica I think forgets about a lot, mm-hmm. and I really want to reemphasize um, my my just utmost. Sup- 
like thank you and gratitude to everybody for their support yes. of that. And I and I'm in my highest gratitude and support to our friends and people that we met and who collaborated with us on these videos. This was uh, a true labor of love, but it was super laborious. So yes. I think Erica Erica gets into the habit of just do, doing shit. She way more ambitious than me, and I think she underestimates the amount of work that she does. So it's surprising to hear you talk about that but you know it was a labor of love and i did want to kind of debrief that in case people had questions about what the process was like for us regardless of it being super labor intensive it was also i feel necessary yes um, in a lot of ways and it was a true test of patience and we did it on vacation we did it pretty much everywhere we and we did it on tour speaking tours we did it at restaurants yeah um it it took up every square inch of our lives in february so if y'all wondering why i ain't have a podcast that's a real large reason for it yes yes it was beautiful. It was really beautiful. It was really, honestly, truly something we came up with on January 31st. You came up with it. <laughs> we, I mean, we came up with it together. I mean, at first I thought me and Eb could talk about every, could do every day. <laughs> yes, that was <laughs> A her new thought. topic and we could just have it be five minutes. But y'all already know how Eb talks. And, and our relationship would not have sustained. It would, it would not, not have, have sustained. That was probably the ch- most challenging thing for our relationship because I am one that's like, if I say I'm going to do something and there's a structure for it and I have the people, I'm doing it. Eb is the kind of person that's like, you know what? It'll get done, but it might not get done today. It and might I, not get done today. That was a clash for us because it was supposed to, ha- it's, it happened every day. So for Up me, until I was the like, 28th. Absolutely not. <laughs> 29th. 29th. I was absolutely not. No, no, it was not. a day we ain't do. There was a day we didn't yeah, do. One funny. day yeah, we didn't do, day. which I kicked myself for and wanted to forget. So thanks for bringing it back yes, up. Yes. Um, so, yeah, it was so great. I want to be able to do it again. I haven't told Ebony this, but I'll tell him here that I would love to do something similar in June um, for Pride Month. Uh, so, yeah, you know, just thinking about that now because we'd have to get, you know, submissions by, you know, the end of March. Yeah. And yeah. we need to start ahead of time. But I don't know what it looks like yet. Y'all will know. You'll have an announcement. And we yeah. have a lot of major announcements. We're going to be rolling out our racial and social justice workshops in time this month. And what All- is it? What's the word? Is it a workshop like in person or? No, it is a webinar. Yes. So it'll be, you feel me? If y'all going to be holed up in the house, then yes. come join this webinar. Yes. With us. It's going to be me and Ebony. Yes. Um, I'm reluctant to collaborate, but he's reluctant to collaborate, but he's brilliant. So we're going to have him Thank you. join. And if the webinar it will be announced soon with all details on how to sign up, you are actually first to hear it. So congrats. And you know, it won't be as long as the gender workshop. The gender workshop was a little long. This one will be a little bit shorter, but great takeaways for your business, for your own self growth. Um, this is not the thing where you need to just send white people to. This is also for black folks to get free. Um, it's not it's, inside it's, of their anti-blackness. We don't create anything no. um, for white people. It's but not sometimes, DNI. Sometimes when people hear racial and social justice, they think, white people so i just don't want you to think that that is who it is for solely it is for um i don't think i ever say this but it's for everybody (laughs) if anything this would be for everybody it's for everybody it is not diversity and inclusion no it is not diversity and inclusion work 
any implicit bias work that is not that is coded language for white apologism yes and again if you have any suggestions on online teaching platforms ways that we could protect our um, intellectual property while teaching online. These are all things that we're thinking about as people continue to use the internet to colonize. So just, you know, let us know if you have any suggestions, but we will have that announcement by the end of the week. We will have it by. I don't know if it's going to be the end of the week or not. Oh my God. But you the first to hear it is coming toward the end of the month. Look yes. out for that and check out Instagram for any more announcements and updates in regard to that webinar. And we are also doing Canada. Canada stand up. We are having a tour. I Heart Erica tour is coming to Canada starting this Friday, going to Nova Scotia, then going to Toronto, then going to Winnipeg. Did well, I have you that right? skip um, University of Waterloo. Shit, Waterloo. So Nova Scotia, Waterloo, Waterloo Toronto, Toronto, then Winnipeg. Winnipeg. Um, so we will be there for like a week and a half or so. Give us some suggestions. Where should we eat? Where should we shop? You know, I want to see some plants, even though I probably can't take them over the border. Vintage stores, all of that jazz. Let us know. Come to the events. All of the events are on Instagram. They are in a highlight called Gigs 2020. So come, come, come. All the information that you need. Slide through. All the black people in Canada, we know you out there. Would love to see you. And that also includes all my spring gigs. So not just what's coming up in the next week and a half, but also um, for April and soon come probably May too. But we may stop in May because Eb's 30th birthday is in May. Don't tell people I'm turning 30. He's turning 30. He has a big milestone birthday coming up um what else we want to talk about oh i said this on instagram but if maybe you didn't see the instagram story if it you know expired by now is that we do have a youtube channel rolling out so please send all of your people to our youtube channel once we announce it which i hope will be coming by the end of this month um, we're just working on a ton of videos right now. Yes. Um, and learning how to edit and make them look pretty. And if you have suggestions for YouTube stuff, send it, send it, send it. So, so we're going to get right into it. I think, you know, there is a high premium on knowing a lot of shit about politics, um, which is why political punditry or pundits like, you know, Rachel Maddow or our Tucker Carlson on the conservative end. This is why this is a popular um, career path to talk on MSNBC or CNN and to weigh in and give your political analysis and commentary. That's something that people watch in droves and in very high numbers. The ratings are very good for that type of programming. But at the end of the day, it really doesn't matter because you were like, you know, try to explain the elections or explain politics, but you it doesn't need to necessarily be explained for people to understand that their lives are hanging in the balance. Mm-hmm. I think I'm more of a person who's like, I don't give a fuck if you know about gerrymandering or redistricting or it just all the jargon the same thing with racial and social justice stuff all the jargon is not gonna make a difference if it's just going to ultimately be weaponized against the people who are who people are claiming that these candidates policies will benefit most um so the power structures under which we have a political system still are anti-black but what happens during election season is that people like to forget that 
Mm-hmm. People like to get yes. all red, white, and blue on a nigga and start to say that these policies that we know have not benefited black people for years or a candidate like Bernie Sanders, who is in a state, represented a state, Vermont, that has one of the highest numbers of mass incarceration of black people is known to be extremely racist, is known to over-police black people. Some, uh, And I mean, some of the highest numbers across the country um, on police aggression toward black people and, pol- and, and racial profiling of black people. That is a state in which Bernie Sanders has not been able to make inroads for the black community on the local level at all, on the Senate level, none of that shit. Mm-hmm. So with 42 million plus black people in this country... What is he going to do to intercede on our behalf? So how is it that Kaya Morris was a state representative for Vermont? How was she receiving death threats and run out of her uh, post or her position due to racial aggression in Bernie's quote unquote state, but he was unable to intercede on her behalf? But Ebony, he marched with Dr. He King. He marched with Dr. King. And then, like you said today, but who's alive? Right. I don't know why um, any supporters of any politician use a dead black activist to talk about how that white person supported them. Yeah. They're not alive. Like, that. that's not fair. No. And it's bullshit to even be, I don't care what sort of like, Okay, you were amongst the thousands of people who marched with Dr. King. Yeah. So what? You were one person. You were one person. And still in 2019 or 2018, when Morris was serving as state representative, like you, what were you doing then? What happened? What happened? What happened to what you learned from Dr. King? Or did you learn nothing? Right. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm kind of playing like silly or devil's advocate to kind of have other people understand but i just i do feel like not devil's advocate but just like you know asking questions rather than engaging because i i do feel like there is a shift around election time of some of the who i would deem most radical people who are now endorsing politicians of an imperialist state yep so i just and publicly endorsing politicians And I feel like, okay, if you're going to vote, if you feel like there's multiple ways to liberation and you feel that one of those ways includes participating in uh, the electoral politics of the United States, then okay, then have that be your thing. But to then also do it, talk about it publicly, feels like people are getting paid out by a lot of these politicians. That's just how it feels. It's also, it costs millions of dollars to run for the presidency millions and y'all this millions. Is, and you believe the things that this person is saying if people were throwing millions of dollars at you wouldn't you also say that you're gonna do all of these miraculous things for the country if you think about school elections i remember the first the person that ran for my school president um at the time was like i'm gonna make sure y'all have free lunch bullshit it never happens right she what became, grade was this fourth grade no it was in the high school <laughs> she became she literally became the president this shit loud. did not happen or i'm gonna make sure that we don't have to wear uniforms um five days a week we're only gonna have to wear them three days a week we fucking voted for her and guess what happened 
nada, nil, nothing. How is it any different? I do anything y'all say y'all give me a million dollars. I tell power, you anything. Or power because she didn't get any money in a school, little school, high school, stupid election. She was going to get power. She was going to get popularity. So she told us anything that would have us vote for her. That's the same it's bullshit. It's the same thing. You can't tell me that it's any different. And I think what is also gagging me is the campaign of misinformation in order to benefit some candidates. It's like you said, one minute everybody's radical and the next minute everybody is like, one minute, so Bernie Sanders, for example, in in 2006 was very tough on crime. That mm-hmm. is the words that his campaign used to describe him. Uh, Bernie Sanders has a very, um, I will, I'm going to post a link to, uh, a link to Bernie Sanders voting record that can easily be looked up and besides supporting the crime bill in 1994, Bernie Sanders supported a bill HR 424 for mandatory minimum census, mandatory minimum sentences, um, for crimes where the offender carried a gun. So even if you were convicted of a nonviolent crime, uh, um, marijuana possession mm-hmm. if you had a gun on you you could still be given a mandatory minimum sentence so I mean again I this is the person that people are saying is going to end mass incarceration is going to end capitalism as we know it today but, but no, also but benef- no check but no check, but for, no check. For, for survivors uh, for survivors of cattle slavery yeah no check but no, but it's not strong on <laughs> reparations. And I think that is, I think that's what is, I guess me and you have encountered as the most disappointing thing mm-hmm. is people supporting Bernie Sanders, but also mimicking the same rhetoric that Trump supporters use to support Donald Trump. But also Sanders supporters. White, use. Some, just white because and they black use Bernie all Sanders supporters. Trump supporters and Sanders supporters use the same tactics to yeah. try to, you know, bully people into electing the person that they want you to elect. And yeah. I think that there, I've talked about this so many times, that consent is in everything. Like, you can't just, you know, use consent in sexual interactions. You also have to use consent when you are talking to yep. people about something that you perceive is something that is important or passionate about, or period. It doesn't matter. You need to use consent whenever you're asking someone to yep. do something. Um, and the ways that people are talking to me are wild. Somebody was messaging me today um, after I posted uh, a post from another person, ideal black femme, um, it like what, what the post was saying is like, consider why Bernie Sanders doesn't have black voters because he thinks that reparations shouldn't be a check. Consider why, you know, he doesn't have black voters because of this and because of this. And this person, I can only tell from their avatar, was like, well, why are you saying not to vote? And we should be voting anyway. And what's the alternative, Biden? And, you know, you need to be out. It's just wild. It's like, are y'all reading? That is not even what it said. Nothing in there said don't vote. It's just contesting with this person that y'all have put on a pedestal for for some odd reason. The same people, or or I think the same people who are of the same mind that talk about how white cis men are trash on a regular basis. White cis rich men, which is what 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 do you think Bernie Sanders is? A career, you, po- a white wealthy, a well. I think y'all think Bernie rich. Sanders is poor, <laughs> or you know a hippie or something. No, Bernie Sanders is 
quite well off, most more well off than the vast majority of motherfuckers that's trying to vote for him. Actually, Hello. I could be wrong with that. I could actually be wrong. I think a yeah, great deal of affluent white people are going to and do support Bernie Sanders because there is a protection. You get to play radicalism. You get to play demo, play Ooh. pretend democratic socialism in order to have your position inside the system sustain, which is somebody who could spew Marxism and, and different quotes from, you know, uh, Ingalls and all this shit, but still go and get money and get inheritances, you know, from your parents. So it feels defeatist. If I feel defeated around it, I feel like I don't really, I don't know. Like I don't, it, it's almost like you, I have to do a hell of investigative journalism. You yeah. know, a lot of people who I don't even want to focus a lot on, you know, people who support Bernie Sanders. There are a lot of people who don't support Bernie Sanders or who support different candidates or whose endorsements of candidates are not known. And that's their business, you know, whose voices any type of dissent, any type of vetting process of any anybody of, of any of these candidates, it gets shut down. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that's the thing is like my my focus is on like if I have interests as a black person that are not being represented represented by either candidate, but everybody's telling me, including some other black people, to vote against my own interests, then what am I really supposed to do? Yeah, you know what I mean. Because then if you start critiquing Sanders, people will say, well, then why would you vote for Biden? Right. But it's like, I'm critiquing Sanders. I'm actually critiquing the whole structure. I'm not just critiquing one politician. Every politician has the same elements as Sanders. Why wouldn't show criticisms of Biden also? (laughs) Yes. People's criticisms of Joe Biden are, are withstanding. It's not like Joe Biden isn't being criticized. It's not like Kamala Harris wasn't criticized very heavily. I it's, honestly believe that black people will vote for Biden because of his proximity to Obama. Well, that's, that's the it. same thing Bernie Sanders claimed. Bernie Sanders claimed that he is not popular with black voters. Uh, because, and he also doesn't because really what? say the word black a lot. He also says PLC. So all y'all Bernie supporters, <laughs> he don't see black. Just like <laughs> Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez said, what is black? And Bernie Sanders has that same syndrome because he's not. Anytime Bernie is asked about reparations, anytime Bernie is he asked about. He stumbles, but he also defers to that. Oh, I have a lot of support from Latinos and Asians. But what did he say about black? What did he, he, say? he was just like, um, people, black people are going to vote for Biden because of his proximity to Obama and that Joe Biden is playing up his proximity to Obama in order to curry favor from black voters. Yeah, Joe Biden did that while he was the vice president. Yes. But you do it too. Yes. You, but you have literally, I don't know, shined Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez's ass for a very long time. Yeah. And used some sort of proximity to what she's been able to do for herself as to put yourself up and to be saying like... the same thing. Oh, you're doing the same thing. Campaigns took soundbite audio clips of Barack Obama saying things, nice things about Bernie Sanders and put them in a commercial (laughs) to give the impression that Barack Obama supported Bernie Sanders. But yet Bernie Sanders is calling Barack Obama establishment. So in 2016, he's establishment. Or when he ran in 2008, Bernie Sanders actually lodged a primary, which is a he was about to literally lodge a counter campaign to Barack Obama so that he didn't get the nomination. Wow. 
I, all the links. I'm gonna have all the links because I'm also like I got. I'm over here being a fake muckraker. I'm over here looking up so many articles. I'm like, why am I looking these things up? Me, the black person who one way or another, I'm not going to be seen. I'm not cared about. Why am I the one having to do my due diligence, my civic engagement calls for due diligence and thoroughness and, and really weighing all of my options? Why am I doing that? But the people who claim to be so democratic or so committed to this process are not doing that for themselves. They just going on how, like you said, on how people look. Mm-hmm. Y'all like old white people. That's mm-hmm. y'all, uh, that is the 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 paradigm for which we view authority. Yeah. Like you told me, Biden looked like one of them them things that we used to do in school. Yeah, in kindergarten. What is it? The, the shadow, outline, the that, shadow, the, the of profile, the, of the, the profile of the president. Of the <laughs> With the little bow tie bow. <laughs> I mean, it's textbook. The Biden and Sanders look like that. Can you discuss how that neither one of them have pretty, now how does pretty, does pretty privilege work like this too? Do they no, no, have no. The, they'll the, start putting, who's Sanders married to? I don't know. I don't no, know. No, they, they use their. That's what the first lady does. That's the that's the pretty privileged aspect. But this, we're that's talking why about they just always as, push them up there. But we just talking about the campaign level right now. They will start showing their families. They start showing their but families. What People is like it, that. What is the? I've always wondered why their families were ever involved. Right, but what is the? <laughs> when allure? I get a job, anybody looking at my whole family? That's true. That's true. <laughs> That's very true. You don't become the first man when I get a job. You You're the, the first president? man of I Heart Erica. The first <laughs> I don't know, y'all. I don't know. I will say that. What there... do you suggest people do? That's what people say to me all the time. Oh. If it's not Sanders, if it's not Biden, what do we do? Why is the question, what do we do, when you haven't fully assessed your the ways in which you... I'm speaking only to black people right now. And anybody really, you're there's a great seduction involved in politics. Mm-hmm. It is politics by their very nature are like game like. Yes, you know it is people running game on you yes. in order to manipulate you into voting for them. Yes, whether or not you keep they keep their campaign promises is notwithstanding. People are being influenced to. Vote a certain way. Yes. Regardless of the impact that that vote could later have. People are saying to black people, you know, we got to get Trump out the office. Otherwise, it's going to be doom and gloom for us. For us. Mm -hmm. But it's always been doom and gloom for us. Yeah. With the current system as it is, it promises doom and gloom for black people. Yeah. Black people have actually been saying, we actually know what we need. Um, and, and despite the high numbers of black people engaging civically and participating in local and national elections, black people also do a great deal of organizing on their own yeah. and supporting their community, our communities on our own Yeah, out, not during November. Right. Everybody else gone till November. <laughs> black people don't have that luxury. Yeah. Black people are having to constantly self-determine ways to get the system's foot off of our neck. Yeah. And we have to do it year round. We have to come up with our own communal. We have to stick and hold to our own ways of being around dismantling systems of oppression. Yeah. That is what we've always done. So I think it's not a question for black people. What do we do? Yeah. 
we're trying to get people to see if you think anti-black racism is an issue and is a problem but you don't see how reparations not being supported by bernie sanders is anti-black how does that make sense? You also have to, I think we have to take a step back from even their platforms of what they agree with and what they don't. Yeah. The fact that Bernie Sanders and Joe Biden are even able to run. Yep. How is it that the U.S. is not like there is a stop on whites men even being allowed this year? But why would it be a stop? Because there's no, you would have, they would have to put those sort of restrictions in place or b- black people or black people would not have the opportunity to run again. I mean, you saw what they saw. So- do you remember what people said about Kamala Harris? How she supported the police and, you yep. know, was a prosecutor, even though I believe Elizabeth Warren was also a prosecutor. Or Weird. Also, you know, you know, and we'll get to that too about white cis women being like, damn, you know, I'm sad. You know, sexism is alive and real. How can, how can sexism be dead in an anti-black country? Hello. Hello. Who's to say Elizabeth Warren? Also, how can it be dead in an imperialist country? How can it be dead? It's not dead in an imperialist country. It's never dead. Elizabeth Warren being elected to an imperialist country does not mean that sexism is over. That is ridiculous. For some people, it's spelled... That's that's ridiculous. That's white feminism. Yes. But that's... (laughs) So what we're faced with now... But take a step... Like you said, take a step back. But also take a step back from this question of what do we do? Yeah. What have you been doing? Oh, that's it. What have you been doing? What have you been doing? How Stop have saying, you been what existing? What do we do? What have you been doing? What? How There's have that. you had to There's navigate? That. There's that. Um, the powers that be. How have have you had to? Have you noticed? Is it that you only think about that when it comes to Medicare for all? Are you you know very invested in having Medicare for all, but you all don't know much about medical racism? You want your Medicare for all, but you want black people to still suffer under the current medical system that we have, mm-hmm. but it'll be free to go to the doctor, like mm-hmm. for them to tell you you're not in pain, like Medicare, how are we going to get Medicare for all in an ableist society? But they don't care. The thing is, they don't care about <laughs> ableism going away. It's, about it's not about right. racism going away. Yeah. Let's just fixes. hurry. They're fixes. Big fixes. Yes. That's Trump. what white people want all the time is a fix. Yes. How can I fix this? Every time we do a racial and social justice workshop, it's how can I fix this? What's the yes. fix? What do you? How can I make it better? Okay, I heard that. I get the definition of intersectionality. How can I fix it? How can I fix? Okay, I'll put it at the front of feminism. Okay, intersectional feminism. We fixed it. Yes. <laughs> I get it. And that's what it is. That's what the presidency, that's what it creates. That's what capitalism provides. It's like, here, you want something? You want it? You want it? You want it? Here, pay for it. You got it. Pay for it. You got it. That's Donate all the presidency. Donate to my campaign. That's all it is. You Pay for it. You got it. it. Why does it cost money? Also, can somebody please find out for me when... Uh, politicians drop out of the presidential election. Where the money goes? Where does that money go? I think Where the money is the already. Money go? I, I think it's already it's already gone. They've been well, paid. They no, pay their staffers, but they don't think that they're gonna drop. I'm wondering too. Do they predict these on things? That. Yeah, I want to know where it goes. I need tea. On do they that. go on vacation? What do they do? <laughs> well, there was an article in the Atlantic that was written on March second by somebody named Edward Isaac Dovier, and it's it's titled, The Sanders and Biden Families Have Been Cashing In For Years. 
And it's talking about cronyism and nepotism, which is something entrenched and embedded in the system that y'all all believe in so much all of a sudden. And a lot of that campaign money and a lot of campaign money from years past, I mean, Bernie Sanders has been campaigning for, you know, at a time, five consecutive years, you know, for presidential elections, all the shit. So he's really had his eye on higher aspirations as whatever the hell he's doing on a local level or the Senate level, which I haven't seen much of it at all. But regardless, even since he was the mayor of Burlington, Vermont, he would give money to his wife. He would literally take campaign donations and campaign funds and use them uh, to pay people in his family. Um, Joe Biden does the same thing, um, taking money to pay you know, his son um, or pay for their little sort of institutes or ventures that they have. Um, This was a big ass problem with uh, President Roosevelt. There's a big ass problem with Eisenhower. Um, Even one of the oldest presidents, you, you, what is his name? Ulysses Grant, um, using political money um, or money that's supposed to be taxpayer money that's supposed to be used for political purposes in order to enrich their own coffers and to enrich their own family members. Um, Michelle Obama and uh, the Obamas to a certain extent didn't do this. The Clintons didn't do this. Even Kamala Harris didn't do this. Elizabeth Warren, Klobuchar, none of them. There's no proof that any of them did this. Um, but the two people who are still stand, standing in the election or the primary elections, um, Biden and Sanders, you know what I mean? Your two candidates have absolutely had a proven track record of nepotism and cronyism and giving money and favors using their political connections in order to garner um, money for their family and generate money for their family. So, Again, y'all are saying he's unlike Trump or that these two are the best possible alternatives to Trump. But yet when the opportunity arises for them to abuse power much in the same way, they do it. But then again, they'll tell you, oh, you don't know anything about politics. Right, right, right. Because I'm asking questions. Because you're asking questions. I'm a sex educator, but we don't know anything about politics, even though sex education has everything to do with politics. But that's fine. It's just, I think I said this before. I think the reason why people like Bernie Sanders and Joe Biden, they like nonprofit EDs. Ooh. I think people like that. Like they, they like, like it. this like it's resignation a little too. bit authoritarian. Like, is it kinky or something? Like you wanna be <laughs> beat down or something, but in a nice it's trauma. Way. It's trauma. You know, and I, I don't ever want to ridicule or lambast the voting decisions of anybody, especially not black people. I don't ever want to lambast that. Mm-hmm. But I'm also of the opinion that you are able to do slaves believed in voting because it has choice in them. They had choice in the matter. Yep. They weren't saying that voting was going to be their end all. These are people who during slavery were organizing around reparations and in many cases got reparations. Yep. So it wasn't like I'm waiting to vote for Massa to stop beating my ass. It's like, no, I'm going to, you know, escape, kill all these people. I'm, 
I'm doing I'm, a lot of I'm things. I'm going to do a lot. Of, I'm doing a lot of things. I'm cocking up something, to, concocting something to poison him. So come on now. We got to get rid of this mm-hmm. whole, oh, what are we supposed to do? We need to get Trump out rhetoric. Trump is just a, a point of reference for how white people are able to behave with reckless abandon. Yes. Yeah. And Biden is going to do the same thing. And as is Bernie Sanders. Yep. And they're going to tell you that when they do some authoritarian ass bullshit, that it's a part of the constitution or that it's constitutionally sound or, you know, that it's a means to an end when, um, you know, Bernie Sanders, he supported the crime bill in 1994 that led to, uh, the destruction and the deaths of many black people and black families, um, in the 1990s. Many innocent people went to jail for crimes that they did not commit for the night during because of the 1994 crime bill Mm -hmm. in 2016. All people could talk about was Hillary Clinton's ties to the crime bill and her using the word super predator. But Bernie Sanders used the word sociopath to describe the same people. He just didn't say super predators. Wow. He, 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 John King put a video of Bernie Sanders on the Senate floor voting, you know, voting for the bill, but, but, criticizing the bill after he lodged a vote for it wow so again like how do people want their leadership to look how do people want their leadership to look do they want it to look ugly like trump or like very conservative or do they all about look it's just not that that nobody is babe you read so much ebony so ebony's probably the only person or maybe a, a small few population of people who use social media and they actually read every single article they're interested in every single person that has to post every time i show him a silly video or somebody's you know somebody shared a tweet about something he's like who's that who are they yeah. where they from he's just i want to know who that was he but he you want to know a lot of information and he will go and seek it out so the way that you are using it is very different and a lot of people are not using it that way. They are not interested in, you know, what Bernie Sanders did in the past. They're just going by what he's saying, and that's it. I think it pe- is lousy. I don't want to say lazy. It's just <laughs> lousy research. But people are looking at that, and they're yeah. lodging defenses of it. Yeah. But they say, well, you know, he, he didn't mean to do it. You know, he uh, had to that. do he's it. He's not perfect, but this is the best we he can. He had to do it. He <laughs> had to vote. You know, he, he had to do it. It's also like, why do we think that one person is gonna shift something or that trump out of <laughs> office promises the world that you want and this is what i'm saying white yes. people just want shit to go back to the way it was for them yes yes trump Their is, is interrupting yes life as it were for some white people yeah and they wanted to go and at, i don't even know if trump is i don't even, I don't know, even know if, if it is that. interrupting mm-hmm. life as it was for white people i don't even know that that is the case yeah I think that they just don't like Trump. <laughs> yeah. They just don't want Trump. They don't like it that he said some vile things, the same things their uncles have probably said, but they don't want it out in the off. They don't want it out in the presidency. Maybe it's a mirror. You know how it sometimes might be a, you yes, see you don't want it. You some don't want shit that you don't see that yes. it gets close to home. Yes, white supremacy is all about saving face. Saving it's all about face. saving your managing saving your, your rep- reputation. Let me not, you know, I can't have people know that my family is racist, so I'm gonna shave both sides of my head and say that I'm queer and move to a city and gentrify the neighborhood. But people, you know, it's, I'm not trying to gentrify. It's just not my fault. But you know, this is where I live now, and you get what I'm saying? Yes. Okay. It's just certain, and this is something that white people deem important. Getting Trump out of office is important. And like you always say, mm-hmm. if white people think something is important, then it's interesting. Yes. Then it's now, it's going to gain traction. Yeah, that's true. 
it's going to gain traction. So I, I think I... You don't, I just, you don't need to get wrapped up. I think the freedom for you and for anybody else who feels like Ebony, you don't need to get wrapped up in the swirl of what white people find important. But, but Even the, if black people are also, you know, fooled by it, that doesn't mean that you need to be a part of it either. But you do need to do a TikTok with me. <laughs> Watch I turn around and do the TikTok shit. Why I get canceled for doing a TikTok? Oh, you a hypocrite! You said you didn't like Drake. This nigga trying to demilitarize the police, voting the mil- Bernie Sanders voting to militarize the police and shit, and has a bad record on gun reform and shit. Like, but I'm gonna be the one to get canceled doing the TikTok video with Drake. <laughs> You're not gonna get canceled. You I step on somebody's toe. Yeah. Nigger. Like what? Don't say that word. I'm gonna but no, that is literally racism is not another thing is that it's not enough. It's not like you say, it is not a consequence. No. It is no not enough for people to be concerned with. Nope. Black people are being used for their votes as a means to an end. Yeah. I That's just, how they talk about it. I mean if we, you watch the if you watch the the Super Tuesday, the way they were talking okay, now here's the black vote and here's the <laughs> And here's the vote. Here's the black vote. And, and here's, here's the, the vote. vote. Who is the vote? If this is the black vote, who is the vote? <laughs> Who's the base? Oh, you know, Bernie needs to appeal to a wider base. You mean white people? Yeah. You're not really that concerned. Bernie Bernie Sanders been canceling events in the South, events where black people live. Wow. People have reported that he's an asshole. He barely wants to take pictures with black people at these events. But there, but it don't matter what they think. The people who have actually interfaced with him. That's my thing, him. too. That's my thing. It's like, why are you arguing with me, a black person, about voting for a white person? Just on principle, why are you, a black person, getting upset with me, another black person, about my reluctance to voting for, participating in anything that has to do with white people? Yeah. That's weird. It's weird, and it's also... I don't want to be quick to be like it's. It, I don't want to victim blame. What do you mean? I feel like black people. We are. I'm having not victim blaming. I know you. I'm just calling that out. It's just anti-black. It's just Period. hey, you should just be excited about this white person. Yeah. Like I don't need to be excited about no white person. I don't need to do that. Oh, they're doing a good job. It's, it's got to be called something. I don't know what it's called, but we'll figure out a name. Well, it. it reminds me, I don't know why my brain is going in all these different directions, but you know, like how black people will sometimes we will flaunt our knowledge or I'll use myself as an example. Maybe a long time ago in the past, I've, you know, use my knowledge of like a white song or white music in order yeah. to ingratiate yeah, white totally people to me. Yeah. Or like how Frank Ocean be bringing up references like Stanley Kubrick all the time in every song in order mm-hmm. to seem fringe or popular or, or to, to seem knowledgeable or erudite or in the know. Yes. Knowing stuff about Greeks and Romans. Same thing with politics. Yeah. It's like if you have that knowledge on first hand, if, if you had that knowledge that you're able to be relatable to white people yeah. and maybe they'll leave you the fuck alone so maybe black, maybe people are like leave me alone and I'll just vote for whoever you want and I think that is a normal and natural response to oppression yeah. I think we have to view all of the rhetoric around people who support Bernie Sanders or any white candidate 
in the lens of if you felt like your back was against the wall and you had no options and everybody is drilling in your head, not me, us, vote blue. Get Trump out of office and you're hearing that on loop and on repeat. It's go well, you're gonna get to your ass soon. Yeah. Erica's gonna be like, you know Sing what? It again? I changed No Trump Blue. Vote Trump. What'd you say? Do it again? No, I'm not doing that again. Don't. I'm not doing that again. I liked it. Had a nice cadence. See? See? Uh, oh, and you're yep. gonna do a TikTok. Oh, yep. And talk about your endorsement. But at the end of the day, I can't I can't hold I can't hold no black person for thinking that four hundred years. Them. I just think that it's yeah, right. We can't four hundred years of oppression. We is all not, have it. We all do it. But a lot but that's some what I'm of saying. us have it unlearned or have it as a, you know, an inherited thought, distinguished, and some of us do not, and that's fine. Yes. I'm never gonna victim blame, but it is stressful and I could talk about it how is stressful, it is though. a it's, lot when it's coming in your direction it makes me upset it makes yes. me upset it, I mean, I mean it, it does it makes me upset but at the end of the day I am out to I have to get connected to what I fuck I am who I am in this world and I'm a I'm a, a black person I'm a strong black man strong you know what I mean so I have to continue to just do what I'm doing and be inside of that Black people deserve reparations and not waver from my stance nope. that that 400 plus years of of free labor, forcible labor and torture and genocide and murder is more than enough. Where Re- slave owners got reparations. Where slave owners where got reparations was slavery more. Slavery was abolished. Right. In order to create an entire country. I am sticking to that. It is not delusional. It is not out of reach it is not unreasonable to expect financial recompense for the residual effects of slavery yeah i'm just not gonna waver from that i don't give a fuck if bernie sanders appeared up in this room right now as an apparition (laughs) i'm not gonna ever fucking move from that i'm and i cannot hold black people because we've been told that our pain is is unreasonable that our pain or our voting interests, our identity politics, that anytime that black voters are being brought up, it's race baiting. Yeah. These are all things that white people say, but these are all things that white white Trump supporters say and white Bernie supporters say. Yeah. Whenever people bring up that Bernie Sanders is not popular among a lot of black people, oh, that's race baiting. Y'all trying to divide <laughs> us. Yeah. So I I'm just gonna stick. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to stay ten toes. Same into who I am and what it is that I stand for and anything that is against that or threatens that is no friend of mine is no friend of other black people's whether you vote for him or not you know what I mean my my political opinion or just a little projection is that Bernie Sanders is not gonna win Gonna be, can I say that? You can say that. Bernie, I don't believe it. You know, Rachel Maddow and shit, they can all do projections and shit. I'm gonna do a little proje- projection. Or projection. <laughs> projection. I, I don't <laughs> think that Bernie Sanders is gonna garner the nomination for the Democratic Party. One thing that people fail to believe fail to remember is that Bernie Sanders, I believe, is an independent. So Bernie Sanders is not a Democrat necessarily. Change? Yes, in order to yeah. be entered into the primary, but Bernie Sanders toes the line, you know, with being a hardline Democrat and hardline Democrats like like people like Joe Biden. I mean, the country is ableist and what they see is somebody who was just ill not too long ago. Mm -hmm. Well, Joe Biden was too. But but they remember it more with Bernie Sanders because he was like for the out. He was like down for the count. Yep. 
Well, how you want? So whether you, you know, you ain't even hopped off the porch yet or you got your hand in the, in the sand, you know, just realize that there are people to support. There are issues to support that don't get your support in favor of these two white people yet you or you might be supporting multiple people or issues all at once but the ones that get your fervor and get your vehemence are tied to this election you really want to look at that i mean right now i'm high school in west oakland you know there's been a highly gentrified part of oakland it's lead in the water there and other harmful chemicals such as they had to close the school down the closing arguments for Nia Wilson's uh, murderer's trial. She was murdered by uh, white supremacists. The closing arguments for that are happening, I believe, this week and uh, in the Bay Area. So there is a lot going on, and no one white person is going to shift that um, for the country as a whole. So my thing is, you know, don't get all Rosario Dawson on us or, you know, all vote or die, like, and over inflate the efficacy of voting as opposed to other forms of engagement and, and as opposed to any action that people are doing. Just don't over inflate. It's not the ballot or the bullets. None of that shit is happening. Vote how y'all want. Vote how you want. That is how I feel. Vote how you want. Vote if you want. And I also vote if you can. Some people cannot. Yes. Um, and people who are incarcerated uh, and undocumented immigrants, they cannot vote. Oh, somebody's address so, change randomly. Oh, I, yes. I, I lost that ballot. Oh, all oh. of that. Uh, people. Somebody was telling me today, uh, black people don't vote for these some other reasons other than voter suppression. And I just wonder, like, why is voter suppression sometimes a topic and not always a topic where there are particular cities that are intentionally ongoingly. <clears throat> intentionally and ongoingly um, put uh, literally physical blockades up so black people cannot vote because they know how important a black vote can sway things right now I'm talking like a CNN fucking thing but uh, politicians know this Yes, and they work with fucking racist ass states and they create these structures so that black people will vote for them or that the numbers will sway in their direction if black people cannot vote. So it's bullshit. I don't, I don't know why anybody wants to participate in this shit. Vote how you want. But we cannot deny that this country is fucked up for all the reasons that we always talk about. And putting some white cis man in power is not going to change shit. I don't know when y'all started believing in white cis men all of a sudden, but I'm not. And leave the dairy <laughs> protesters alone. Don't be going tackling oh, yeah. these protesters. If Simone, if Simone Sanders wants to run up on the stage and attack some white people doing some vegan protests, <laughs> live your best life. <laughs> she attacking them little... Look, live your best life. Do don't it. you go protecting Get, little white girls? I'm Austin. not yet a protected. <laughs> I don't know their genders, but they were they were young. They just trying to get my fucking <laughs> not to support the dairy industry. You know what I mean? They, but see, I thought we like radical shit though. I thought we like that protests. was radical. Oh, that, that's the thing. I always I, don't think I we always like ask this every time people protest at a fucking election at a debate. They are always run out. Why? At Bernie Sanders, they should be one. heard. the The person on the stage, the politician on the stage, should say, "What are they saying?" 
No, they make jokes about it. Yes, they say, oh, yeah, get him out of here. And oh, then yeah. the white pundit on, on CNN or MSNBC would be like, yeah, that was spot on. Quick with the wit. Like, <laughs> this is definitely the type of Bernie Sanders that I like. Like, way more, you know, socially, you know, the way that he speaks. It's all about elocution, too. It's like watching fucking great debaters all over again. It's like the way you, the way you talk, your rhetoric, your verbiage, <laughs> you know, are you using jokes? Are you appealing to, to, to people's, um, impulse to be entertained? That's true. You know, are you a good balance of, of, of entertaining and also, um, polemic? You know, it's just all be bull ass shit. I need y'all to stop saying that this is going to be a revolution. It's no yes, revolution. Look, if that's a revolution, y'all can have it. Boo. Yeah. <laughs> if this is progress or progressive to you, you can have that. But don't try to ingratiate other people. I also want everybody who is feeling down or feeling like, damn, like I'm not heard or that my views inside of the election or the political system are too nuanced and that they don't matter. People, you're, it does matter yes. because at the end of the day, while everybody's shitting on everybody different views, like your the, the there's gonna be people that are impacted by it who nobody listens to, and they don't have some soapbox to be on about anything. You know what I mean? It's some people that's not here that can't. Hello. So at the end of the day, it's like don't don't get like me and where I get hella down and you I just be, be arguing. Like him. You could be like I'll be him. arguing with all He'd these people. You be on the internet online. too much. We're gonna take a break from the internet. I'll be arguing After with these people. After all these things are released, me and Ebony are taking a break from the don't internet. Don't argue with these or argue with them. Whatever you want to do. We're saying good night. It's late here. It's Say good night to the people. It's over already. It's, so, it's over. It's a it's a, it's a shorter podcast. Why? Because it just is, babe. It just is. Say good night. Say good night. I'm never gonna say good night. <laughs> Okay, if you would like to support this podcast, <laughs> you could do so by sending whatever amount, a dollar, $300, $3,000. You can also it's share It's the same it. amount of money that you gave to Bernie Sanders and Joe Biden. Give, <laughs> give to this podcast campaign. To my war Politician. chest. <laughs> Politicians. Uh, Venmo is Erica, E-R-I-C-K-A dash heart, H-A-R-T. PayPal is Erica, E-R-I-C-K-A at I-H-A-R-T-E-R-I-C-K-A dot com. Um, You know, um, support monetarily if you want to. You can also support by just sharing the podcast on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, whatever your social media uh, platforms are. I've heard professors and teachers alike say that they share this um, episodes in their classroom, give it as an assignment, whatever you want to do. Just let us know how you are crediting it. If you share it, please tag us so we can see it. However you want to support, it makes a massive difference to us. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And, you know, live your best life. Take care of yourself. And support Fatima Jamal's uh, forthcoming documentary, No Fast, No Films. I'll have the information and the link to that in the description. So be on the lookout for that Indiegogo. And be tough on crime. Not me, y'all.